Chapter 56 The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob Over and over again in the Bible, God identifies himself as, quote, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, end quote. Exodus 3, 6, 15, etc. This expression is so common that we fail to appreciate its meaning. It is especially striking against the background of pagan religions in which the gods were identified in very pompous terms. If a man were mentioned in connection with the pagan gods, it was only a great king or conqueror. Of course, none of us are entirely free of name-dropping. If we can associate ourselves with great men, we do. God, however, regularly identifies himself with three wandering and nomadic ranchers. What God tells us by this is that, first, he is our God. He is not only concerned with heaven or the great powers of history, but with each of us specifically. When we face God, we do not do so as one of hundreds of millions of believers or as a congregation, but as persons, as individuals. We have a more personal relationship with God than is possible with anyone else. Thus we are never alone, and we have his promise, quote, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me, end quote. Hebrews 13, 5-6. Second, our Lord tells us that when God says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he means that these men are alive and with him. Matthew 22:32. The world may view these Hebrew patriarchs as dead, and our loved ones as dead, but they are alive and with the Lord. God reminds us that they are very much alive to him and with him by using this term to describe himself. He is the God of Abraham and your God and mine. A very old hymn, the tune of which may go back to Old Testament times, begins, quote, The God of Abraham prays, end quote. He who calls himself the God of Abraham is indeed one to sing joyfully to, because through Jesus Christ he makes doubly clear that he is your God and mine also.